Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danka. It's right now time for the bigger picture with Willie King. Now, Willie, we're watching signals every morning. Fed officials signaling maybe they're open to slowing the pace of rate hikes. We see Asian markets sort of opening higher. Perhaps that's a sign of optimism. And then we've got a little issue of Singapore releasing its third quarter GDP numbers. Yep. So, Elliot, you have um, Singapore just releasing this morning its third quarter GDP numbers. And of course, this comes in line, you know, as the projected GDP growth in the US projected to slow. And of course, in Asia, China's growth is also projected to pick up from a low base, but hampered by the zero COVID policy. So all this in all, I'm trying to find out what's going on right now. And I'm getting Selena Lee. Chief Economist of OCBC Bank on the call to talk more about the GDP numbers here. Good morning, Selina. How are you? Good morning, Willie. Great. Um, so Singapore released its GDP numbers this morning, you right? So MTN has announced, you know, that the Singapore economy rose by 4.1% year on year and on quarter on quarter, the economy grew by 1.1%. So any surprises for you here? And what do you make out of these numbers for the health of the economy? Well, I think we already expected that the GDP number would be revised lower, mainly because the manufacturing number has been coming in weaker of late. So the September uh, industrial production number already suggested that there was a focus of weakness in electronics Mm -hmm. and also pharmaceuticals and some of the other segments as well. I think the downward revision is not a big surprise uh, in itself, although it was a slightly bigger downward revision than what I expected, um, Mm. which on 0.2 percentage points. But I think the guidance ahead seems to be fairly cautious because now they're looking at mm. 2023 growth to be only 0.5 to 2.5%. Mm. And where do you think the Singapore's growth is headed going forward? You know, What are the bright spots here for Singapore? Okay, let me start. Mainly the subdued economic outlook is because we are seeing a lot of headwinds from the global economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, markets worried about Eurozone and UK recession story and a potential recession story also in the U.S. because of the Fed's uh, aggressive rate hikes. Mm. And on top of that, you have all these renewed concerns about lockdowns in China because of rising COVID cases. And then you look around uh, Asia itself, um, there is some glimmers of uh, hope because the ASEAN economy seems to be fairly resilient uh, for this year. Um, but the reopening story, you know, until China, you know, fully relaxes its restrictions and opens its borders, mm-hmm. it's not tourists are not coming back anytime soon. So that that is kind of like the overall picture. If you talk about the bright spots within the Singapore economy, mm. actually within the services economy uh, sector itself, we do see a few bright spots because aviation and hospitality-related uh, services are benefiting from the return of overseas visitors, mm. both from the leisure front as well as the MICE front. So that's giving a little bit of a lift to the services sector. And then uh, if you look in terms of the transport sector, you know, with all the tourists coming in, the airlines are also doing a lot more of their maintenance and repair work. So that's uh, going to benefit the transport engineering cluster as well. And then if you look within the Singapore domestic sectors, you know, because the labour market remains fairly tight, um, consumers are still spending. So in that sense, um, we don't see a sharp pullback of private consumption anytime soon either. 
Mm. I mean, when we talk about the global economy right now, Selena, I mean, we are seeing you know, rates hike all across the world. And how do you think you know the interest rates right now are impacting Singapore? And what sort of weaknesses are you seeing here? Well, as the Fed and the rest of the other major central banks continues to hike rates and tighten monetary policy, we have seen the sing dollar uh, domestic interest rates also rise in tandem. Maybe not as much as, you know, the aggressive 25 basis point hikes that we have seen in the U.S. itself over the last couple of months. But nevertheless, I mean, we are also feeling the pinch because uh, mortgage uh, and other debt servicing uh, rates have also gone up uh, quite sharply from the start of this year. So it will impact um, our real purchasing power to a certain extent. But of course, that is kind of offset by the fact that you know, most people are also enjoying uh, wage increase, whether it's in line with inflation uh, rates or not, that's another story. Mm-hmm. But at least for now, uh, you know, we're seeing a little bit of a trade-off. Wages are rising, but so are the debt servicing costs, whether it's from mortgages or car loans or other types of uh, credit card debt. Going forward, what's the outlook for Singapore? You know, what, what are your thoughts here? Both the shorter and the longer term outlook. Well, I think, um, you know, sitting where we are, I am expecting that fourth quarter growth will see a dramatic slowdown, you know, from the 4.1% that we've seen in the third quarter. Uh, in particular, manufacturing, like I mentioned, will probably hit an air pocket. We're seeing uh, an outright contraction in the fourth quarter. The business sector will still grow um, heading into the weekend, but I suspect that once we move over to 2023 itself, the first quarter, if not the first half of next year, will probably be a fairly challenging uh, period of time for both businesses and also for workers because everything is coming to an head, right? Um, Inflation remains high, but growth is starting to show signs of rolling over. A lot of the global economic growth forecasts have been downgraded. Uh, world trade is going to be impacted by the slowdown in manufacturing and electronics demand. Um, you know, the services sector really would have to be the one to do the heavy lifting. So until we get some clarity as to when the major central banks are going to pause in terms of their rate hikes, you know, I think the environment will still be one where, you know, we'll kind of swing between optimism and pessimism, depending on what's the headline that hits the, you know, the news that morning. Mm-hmm. I've been speaking with Selina Ling, Chief Economist of OCBC Bank. Thank you so much, Selina, for sharing your views on Singapore's third quarter GP number. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.